Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. I'm here with everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi, Mike. We're up on the roof of the Ziggurat. Up on Very nice, the roof. Actually, not bad. Nice view. I've got a cold beer here. It's a bit Very like green. It's like the scene in Shawshank. Oh, yeah. Except for the baboons, obviously, the haunted baboons. Yeah, the beholder. Massively evil temple. Yeah. yeah. And the beetles roaming around. So we could have recorded this down in the Ziggurat, but then I just thought that was a bit um, wormy. Mm. But anyway, wouldn't have good acoustics for this kind of conversation. For once, we actually have, and I always say we have no news and information, we have some news. We are going to be at Dragon Meat. Mm. There we go. You can hear the enthusiasm. <laughs> Dragon Meat is a tabletop gaming convention. I'm looking at the blurb. New and old games to play, industry panels, book signings, an art show, cosplay events, Johnny. Lots of new <laughs> traders, demos, tournaments, and so forth. That's where we're going to be. Do they sell beer there? Yes. I think they do sell so beer last year. readers, it's your opportunity to buy me a pint. It is. It's on the 3rd of December. It's at the Novotel in Hammersmith. I have no idea where that is. I, go to dragonmeat.co.uk. I would, if you want to go, for info and tickets. 3rd of December. We'll be there in the podcast zone, whatever that is. It's the zone. Come and find podcast. us. Yeah, buy Johnny a pint. I'm going to sit in a corner and have pints lined up, ready to drink. Yes, buy Johnny a pint. Uh, the golden form of Dan will be there for you to take home. <laughs> if you want him, come and claim him. Uh, that's it. I've nothing else. Rate, review, all of that normal stuff we do. Social media. Let's uh, not bother with any of that. Let's push on with episode 116 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. The Beatles are coming. got four intelligence and so if it hits me twice and with three courage well, i mean I've zero got... intelligence and permanently dead well i'm not sure that you're permanently dead no, you? yeah i'll be just your brain you I mean, eat your brain the alternative is that the other three all attack me and i'm dead as well i mean what's you know? well, they, you've got a 21 you've got a higher armor class if it was just a hit point thing i've got no problem but i no i understand they got two hits and um if they hit me twice you know, they do 1d3 intelligence. I've got a good chance of yeah. going on zero, and it's not. I think I get the impression well, that it's game over on zero. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's not. It's not a criticism. So, but if that's the case, then let's run away. Well, you've got nine intelligence, so you're probably okay for a bit. Yeah, but I'm just about to take eight hits. Right. Um, how do you subtract? Well, temporarily. One of them's attacking Burple. Uh, I know, but there's two, the green and purple. If if Well, purple might come round and attack purple Dan, or you. I'll keep fighting next round. I mean, it's possible Graham, if he can do a greater restoration and I'm back up to eight or nine intelligence, I can keep fighting. Is that where you start? Eight or nine intelligence? Yeah. I start on ten. So do I. <laughs> I maxed out my... Uh, it's not great, is it? No, it's yeah, not ideal. Pretty dim. I don't know, these things are horrid. Especially for parties that dump their intelligence stat. <laughs> I don't know if I dumped it. Ten is is not a minus. No, I mean I'm I minus one intelligence now. But can you do a wall of force across the doorway, and then we'll just pile into the red one? I can. Oh, that's. But good I am idea. next to it. I've got the same concentration issue. Yeah, but we can push it away or something, can't we? That's the thing about Burple. Defensively, he's weak. Whose round is it next? Well, it's my save. Well, it's them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's them. I've had the um. Where where do they go in the initiative? They go after Alessandra. Before Burple, after Alessandra, after Alessandra. I've had the alien adventure delivered. It turned up in the post. Nice. 
Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I'm very much looking forward to running it. I've been reading through it. We enjoyed that first one. The second one that I got was meant to be, I think the way that they're doing it is that the first one is like Alien, the second one is like Aliens, and then the third one I was worried would be like Alien 3, and Alien 3, as we all know, is um, shit. <laughs> Not that great a movie. I think it's got some ideas in it. I think what he's done, Graska, or whatever he's called, the writer of these things, has echoed the sensibility of the movies in three adventures. And it, I think that what was interesting about that first Alien adventure we did was the personalities, right? The sort of murder mystery <laughs> yeah. element of it, like everybody getting secret motivations and stuff going on. None of that was present in the second adventure, but the third adventure has got like so much more of that. So nice. I'm looking forward to it. And we'll nice. play it at our orgy of D&D in a couple of weeks, readers, because we'll all be going away. A grand gathering of the hilltop. Looking forward to it very much. Good evening, everybody. Evening. Good evening. Evening. Good evening. Let's play some D&D. I'll do a very quick recap where we left things. I've interrupted around again. <laughs> God, I remember. I think. <sighs> I think that one of you used the phrase mid-round mic, which A is clumsy, B is, I don't know. Accurate. Anyway. Yeah, completely. It is tolerably accurate, just because it seemed like a good place to leave things, because it's always good to have a bit of a cliffhanger. Burple was rolling a concentration save. He'd been wounded by one of these Kios knights that are heroes, the Flayer Slayers, are fighting in one corner of the lower level of the awful ziggurat of Kios. <laughs> if he fails it, the confusion spell, which is protecting them from another Kios knight, will fall. And then they could be in quite a bit of trouble. Anyway, should we get that? Should we yes. get it like, like oh, ripping off a band-aid? Yes. What is it? D- what was it? What was the D- DC? D- was D- lots D- of discussion D- at the D- end of last time. DC, well, it was 32 points of damage. So it's a DC 16. It was. That's very well remembered. Yeah. And okay. I'm rolling at plus four. So needing a 12. So you need a 12 on a, a disadvantage. A disadvantage. Oh, God, yes. You complained about me interrupting your round, but as a result of that, of course, you've got a, an ought dice. Or the, oh, well, I had a dot. Use had an ought dice before. Had a dot. I had, had a dot dice. I had a dot dice. So, at the very start of this session, I'm going to have to use an ought dice. I mean, yeah, thanks. Oh, right. good point. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. first. Well, yeah. Got I feel bad now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm so you should. Briefly, I'm terribly bad. I mean, I don't. I don't, but I'm putting on a, yeah. you know, yeah. show of feeling bad yeah well I'm trying to make you feel bad but I know it's not going to work are you going to use the teacup again or what are we doing yeah, I'm just <laughs> going to roll a neat okay. d20 no chaser pure 20 needing a 12 okay here we first go first roll first roll it's going to fail on the first one yup it, it fails on the first one it is going to fail so on the first now one. I'm going to use my orc dice thanks for that Mike and fail again Ten, but I get a D eight. D eight to add to it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dear me. Dear, oh dear, oh dear. Okay. Oh dear me. Okay. Well, that is the end of oh, the, the party spell. Applying its formidable intelligence to the tactical situation it finds itself in is the green one. It either attacks Parker or it steps up and gives itself a choice. I'm going to kind of split the difference between tactical thinking and randomness. It's going to step up one to three purple, four to six Parker, rolling the dice of fate, four to six Parker. Not great news for Parker, but 
potentially very good news for Burple. Uh, really not good news for Parker looking at the rest of the situation, miss. by the way. Uh, hitting armor class 22 with the miss, first. Miss, miss. You're on more than armor class 22. 23. Oh, my goodness me. Okay, hitting armor class 27 Mike. with Mike. the second. Oh, Mike. Yes. Mike. Yes. I seem to remember I Burple has lost some powers but gained some other powers. But I'm not really clear what the other powers he's got are. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Well, that thing. I didn't apply it in this instance. There's something going on whereby Burple okay. is able to react to imminent threats. I mean, I suppose... I don't know that it would help you. Wouldn't it? It's too late now. Let's talk about it in a bit. But I think you're right, Dan, that perhaps that's been slightly neglected. And maybe we should codify how that works. But I don't think it's particularly relevant in this instance. Where were we? <laughs> oh, we were with Parker. Eight points of slashing damage. Mm -hmm. And then four points of necrotic. And another living wound. Okay. The wound that it has given you opens and closes, Parker, like a weird, evil mouth. It says, Hello, Parker. <laughs> I'm in your bicep. And then the first eye yeah, bite, and that miss. was a miss. And then the second eye bite yes. is also a miss. Yes. <laughs> that was a that was a good evil voice, uh, Lucas. I need you to step in from time to time and do some bad guys for me. What the yes or the suckers? I don't know which. One. No, the yes. I'm not looking for an octopus. Okay. I'm looking for a bad guy. Right. And then the purple one steps around a corner as a pop at Parker. First sword blow hits armor class twenty two. Second sword blow hits armor class twenty. <laughs> Everybody's favourite number, especially mine. Hitting armour class, a 30. Is it a critical hit? Getting a 5, it's not a critical hit, but it's still double damage. 12 points of slashing damage. And 15 <laughs> points of necrotic damage. And another living wound. That's it for them. But let's look elsewhere. Because in the northern passageway... Leading into this sea of ah, Give me a break. It's not another monster. Alessandra, can you give me a perception? In fact, can all of you give me perception checks? 14. Well, that's 20. not really doing anything, is it? That's all more than you need. 18. From that direction, all of you, you can hear a sort of scrabbly, dare I say, beetly. Uh, <laughs> noise right. as some kind of creatures seem to be approaching from the north west that is the area past the perfectly arranged corpses that Alessandra saw earlier clearly not near enough to be affecting you yet but you know something to bear in mind purple on six should we do a quick inventory yeah how do things stand how are you all in that last combat, I thought the damage sort of snuck up on people a little. Hmm. Yeah, but it's not the damage, is it? It's the stupid, mouthy things that put you at disadvantage and mean that Sessions basically has to heal me every round. Yeah. In retrospect, that purple one should have made a save against Spirit Guardians. Which it made, so we won't worry too much. <laughs> which it made. Right. I don't know. It's, it's With the 19 it's, dear readers sort of on the blue dice of saves. Stuff oil tonight, by the way, from being effective in combat that's causing us issues. How are you situated? 
I'm on 26 hit points. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's not many hit my points. My main issue is, of course, now I've actually got this purple one right in front of me. And I mean, that's what she said. The opportunity to possibly kill it, but I'm going to now have to roll basically all my attacks at disadvantage. Uh, and purple, mm. how are you? Um, I'm that's, I'm attacking at disadvantage. Yeah. But I have mm. 80 hit points. Uh, okay. So I could do a heal on Parker. We have a couple of options. We could dimension door out of here. I was thinking library. The Beatles are the problem. We think they're in the north. Mm. I think... Bucky, do you have silence? I do. How wounded are the red and the green one? Purple is looking really pretty chopped up. I'm not saying that they are teetering, but they are looking pretty chopped up. Green is the second most wounded. Orange is the third most wounded. You've landed a couple of significant blows on orange, but it's not in any trouble at all. You've landed two or three significant blows on green. Yeah. It's very difficult to quantify these things. I can do another. They've got a couple of hundred hit points each. I can't get into that. So the thing is, let's say that I do the the cure wounds on Parker. Mm -hmm. He could, let's say he can take out the purple one. We're still left with the red and the green one. Yeah. Right in amongst us. Yep. Yeah. I could do. I could try. Johnny can do the silence. Yeah, Johnny can do the silence. That deals with the. Park can get rid of the purple. Beetles. Park can get rid of the purple. It depends on how. Two others. How is Session's ability to keep healing people going? I can only heal purple and buggy. I think the only ones I can. Yeah, but how how many times can you keep keep it up? I can do quite a lot of healing. Okay, but can you do the greater restoration on buggy? I can. So we can get buggy back in the fight. Right. How are you doing for hit points, Buggy? I'm all right. I got 106. I'm raging. Probably going to stop raging soon. Right. Let's do the silence spell. In my round, I could stop raging, do the silence spell, and then start raging again next next round. Although I, I am attacking at disadvantage. Well, there's a bit of a long sequence. I could do a silence spell, and then a heal on myself, and then start raging. So you're looking about three rounds before I get back in again, if I'm just operating... Yeah. Uh, any other heels. Mm. Dissonant Whispers, if they fail the save, they have to run away. I'm similar. I can only affect one of these things. And it seems to make more sense to do that on Parker, to do the heal on Parker. But I'm wondering if we shouldn't dimension door somewhere. Even I if it's into one of those cells at the back of the room or something. Those cells look spartan. They're unfurnished. It's like little holding areas. Mm. Almost like sentry boxes that these things stand in. To what end? Momentous. Yeah, there's no way forward here. I mean, it's almost like we're fighting them for no reason. I mean, it's not... Well, you started it. Oh. <laughs> I know. Just point but out. But now we can see that there's no way forward. It's almost like, well, why are we going this way in the first place? It's not getting us anywhere. Unless there's a secret door that we can't see yet. Yeah. See, the thing is, we could just dimension door and take them at range. Possibly. What do we think? I mean, if we're going to dimension door, we'd have to go... Hmm, we could I think go where we are, here. we're in a very duff place. Mm. Yeah, I can you dimension door with Parker, and you can dimension door with Buggy. Yeah, Alessandra flies up. I'd say do that. Yeah, should we do that? It just means we haven't made much progress, that's all, because we haven't taken anything. It's out. fine, but I mean, it's just yeah. a bit of time. Here we go on. Yeah, I'm. I'm Regroup. also getting the feeling here. We need to maybe have a think about how we approach this whole set. We've effectively hammered away at the angels, and we didn't really kill any of them, and then we 
didn't really get rid of the Beatles, so they turn up every time. And then we've now hammered away at these guys and we haven't really sort of got them. And now the Beatles are turning up again. So we sort of, I don't know, we seem to be... We know that with this one, though, we know with this... Running at the brick wall again and again. But this is what this stage is all about, is it's about going in, chipping away, going away, coming back in. Yeah, but my point is we're not actually really chipping away at anything. That's why I'm saying we need to think about how we approach the chipping away so that when we do chip every time that we actually take a bit of the chip off the wall, Mm. you get what I mean? Because this little area could be quite a useful little area if we can get rid of them. It's funny, this whole thing, because... The Age of Worms is full of variety, I think. Each book has moved step by step through different scenarios. You know, you've effectively had sort of tomb exploration, puzzle solving, role play interaction, you had the whole gladiatorial thing, you had the rescue mission in the marshes, all these things. Then we've hit this bit, which is like the D&D we are a bit more used to playing. It's almost like Pota. It's like a... I was just thinking that. It's Pota. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, poor readers, by the way. I think we to need to weeks uh, and weeks. <laughs> I think we need to be a bit more intelligent <laughs> about. You know, usually we just I mean, go through room by room, exploring, bashing. I think what's the actual objective here? And I think if you just stick to it, are we trying to find? I, I, sorry, I can't remember. We're we trying to find something, someone. We're trying to, find, we're trying to find, find some pictures. There are some actual objects we need to look for. You're right. I'm always right. You don't have an objective. We do. Well, you've got a sub-objective. You've got a bargain that was put in front of you by the beholder. All that you were sent here to do was Markush sent you here because a rabadabadass... Of the rubber-dubber-dub. Oh, you've... um, You know him? No. No. Oh. (laughs) A colleague and friend of Markush Doombringer visited here and returned in a state of excitement. And he sort of said, I found this ruined city, Kuluth Mar, and there are many potential pieces of lore and clues and things that we can exploit in order to try and prevent the Age of Worms. I must return there, but first I must follow another lead and head north. Disappeared again. That was years ago. I mean, that was literally 15, 16 years ago. Nobody's heard from him since. And Marcus has sent you here to see what he was so excited about. So you don't actually have a specific objective. You're here to find stuff Find out in stuff general. about the Age of Worms. So, for example, going into this dead-end thing where there's three centuries, we're not going to learn anything there, so we shouldn't be going there. And maybe we should just explore like that. If it doesn't look like it's going to give us anything, just get the hell out of there and go somewhere else. I'm not sure I agree. I think this is a war of attrition. Mm. I think it's just a try and whistle them down. Smart about the way we do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, basically, so he, we know that these three are there. If we're not on that thing, we can take them out from range. If they've got no range, when we do, the trouble is they've got... We don't want them to heal back up because they've got shit loads well, the, of hit points. Mm, the thing that we got to do is make sure we don't give away the strategic advantage. And yeah. here we have we gave away the face. We did. So rather mm. than having... Yeah, because Johnny basically opened the sluice gates and got us into the situation. So I think that we just... I think we dimension door and leave him here. That's <laughs> Nope. Yeah, uh, I think that's what I is something that really only Paul is qualified to talk about. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> the only thing that's that's occurring to me is we could Dimension Door strategically close enough time to reorganise. Well, we we rested up on the outside of the Ziggurat previously. But I'm talk when I say we're looking close, for some I pictures, aren't we? Here. Okay. Mm-hmm. As yeah, a potential. Pictures, so, 
Well, that's not dimension resting up. Dimension door out of sight. No, that's not resting up. We dimension door out of sight. Mm -hmm. A couple of rounds to heal ourselves and get rid of these things. Mm -hmm. We have a single... Where, where are you Dan's thinking about actually going into one of the sentry boxes Ooh. they've come out of? It's got one door. We basically have Parker in the door. We pile healing into, into Parker, backed up by offensive spells, yeah. while we all heal up. You see what I mean? Mm. That's pretty desperate stuff. Bit of a gamble. Mm. It's the dead end. Yeah, it's the dead end. When you say gamble, we've got another dimension door. Has Graham got another dimension door? If we dimension door there, Alessandra can't join us. Yeah, I don't worry yeah, about her. True. The other option is we dimension door over here. Yeah. Which to the readers is to the southwest of the cavern. To the southwest of the cavern, to the southern entrance. We can still see them. They can't get to us except over the sea of worms. The problem is the mm. beetles, but if Buggy can deal with the beetles, that might be strategic. Do you think enough. they'll be able to glide across the lake? Well, they might be. We don't know that they're not just kind of... That would be my terrifying. That would be terrifying. We dimension well, door to the other end of the chamber and then they just sort of walk across the worms. What, the beetles? No, the, the kiosk knights. The beetles might be able to climb on the walls. The kiosk knights will be able to walk across the worms, I'm assuming. They're practically yeah. made of worms, aren't they? Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. mean they can walk on worms as a power. I need to be <laughs> as helpful as I can. We're talking about a lake rather than a solid surface with worms yeah. writhing on it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, a bit of a scary idea that they just glide across the worms. Oh, I think that's <laughs> well, if you want, It's possible, but... If you want to scare the shit out of yourself with ideas that don't exist yet, but be my guest. Even if we get over there, they can't get a full round on us. These eyes... Do they have range? They don't have range, do they? Or do they? No, no, no. It's a, it's a melee attack. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the wormy eyes. I, mm. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, it's your go. You, you're gonna. What do we think? I don't know. I mean, I just, we're on no, I'm wary, round. I'm wary that I get accused of being <laughs> too kind of willing to fight, but we do normally prevail when I. I, I, I wouldn't I mind just not, getting out of here. I don't think we're in a huge amount of trouble. I don't think we're going to get out of dodge yet. Well, you, you don't know because you're not there, but this we've all got funny wounds on us. We've mm, all I can see. lost intelligence. Alessandra's only 30 feet from you. She can see Buggy. She can see sessions flowing up near the ceiling. She can see everybody. Yeah. As long as she uses Doesn't the mean right she eye. has the right judgment about the situation. We need a couple of rounds. We just need a couple of rounds. Well, we could give it a couple more rounds and then Dimension Door out. And maybe just one more round. But I'm but slightly worried about anything? the fact that there's effectively a potential eight hits on Burple in the next yeah. round, and then suddenly we don't have our dimension doors. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Let's just so get that, out of it. Well, yes, but we can go up or we can go somewhere like the other side of the lake. Well, my vote is get get back to the library. And what so that's thinks. what I'm doing. I'm touching Parker and I'm dimension dooring uh, up. Buggy, Buggy. I'm touching Parker. Mm -hmm. you, are you are sort of just letting us know where you're going, yeah? And I'm going, library! <laughs> library it is. Uncle Buggy on six. I'll just grab on to... Um, <laughs> on to what? <laughs> Sessions! <laughs> oh, hang on to your ankles. <laughs> I'm way up in the ceiling. <laughs> so, Buggy, Love you're it. three foot something. Uh, Sessions is flying by the ceiling, so he must be a good eight, nine feet above you. I haven't got my ring of jumping on. Otherwise, okay. I'd jump up onto his sweepstake. Mm. Um, Can you have a round on the purple one? Purple session teleports to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely what's going to happen. I'm taking a disadvantage. 
You're next to the orange one. Uh, sorry, uh, readers, we've got three Kios Knights, an orange, a green, and a purple. In this little All bit right. of sort of broken up corridor on the edge of the Sea of Worms. So hang on, I, I've got an attack. He can move up and attack, but... I've got an attack, then then has Alessandra got an attack? Yes. No, yeah. no, no the, uh, um... the way that it's going to work in terms of the initiative sequence, not that Buggy understands this for a moment, is that it will be Buggy, then Sessions, then Alessandra, then the Kios Knights. Okay, so Alessandra won't get a... No, she won't attack. get a... Sneak sneak attack. Attack. No, no okay, damage. well, I'll move up and I'm attacking at disadvantage. But I'll go and bash the purple one. <laughs> okay. What's hang on, okay. What's the matter, you're, you're gonna. Buggy's bashing the purple, not for the hang first time. Hang on, you are gonna <laughs> dimension door me out <laughs> in my sessions. <laughs> Cousin sessions, yeah? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, hang that's a better place to be. Go and bash the purple one and then come back. <laughs> yeah. Come back? Yeah. Why can't you move up to me? And then do your homework. <laughs> I can't get that out of my head now. Come on, Graham. What? But Graham's not going to fly over the three. Why not? He won't get a tax opportunity. Yeah, why not? Of course I will. Can we write it down, please, in a contract? In a contract. <laughs> yeah. I session. I don't trust. I'm sorry, I'm not really trust Johnny's anything. trust issues. Here we go. <laughs> it's Grimbold all over again. Uncle Buggy. Just saying his name doesn't reassure you. <laughs> I think the uh, the issue here is you attack whichever one you want, and I will save you. <laughs> oh, I see your problem. Tactically, you want to attack the purple one. Uh, yes, because we kill might it. kill it. And then sessions, we won't get an attack opportunity. Just moves up to me, and then dimension door. Yes, but oh dear. yes, okay. but what? Well, it's not. You you know, it? If it was me, I well, I, I mean, I, I mustn't intrude on this. I'm, I'm no, you mustn't. To him. We're Sessions, paranoid now. Sessions doesn't doesn't go near danger. He doesn't mm, getting paranoid. He doesn't enter into the sphere. Attack whichever one you want. Well, I'm not sure. I'd oh come on, Johnny! Just hit the purple one, and then it's Sessions round, and he can dimension door. Just go and bash the purple one. Go and bash the purple. Just bash the. Just go and bash the purple one. All right. Just go and bash away the purple one with a roper. This is what happened with a roper. But you weren't bashing the purple one with the roper. He wasn't bashing away at the purple one. All right. <laughs> I, I just thought... Finish him. Yeah, finish it off. <laughs> oh. That's a miss. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, have okay. you got, now the have second you got a, attack? Have you got an Second dice? attack. Second attack. Yeah, oh, you can dice. use your orc dice. You can use your orc dice. Your one-off special orc dice or just uh, your regular orc dice? Regular, regular orc dice. dice. Regular orc dice. Regular common or garden orc dice. Uh, hang on. What is it? Get twice. an eight. <laughs> plus the eight. 15. Plus yep. I get a Rolling one D8. D8. Okay. One D8. Go. Needing a... Well, I, there's a number oh, you need. Oh, it's enough. It's enough. Okay, that's a hit. So I do... 25 points of damage. And then the second attack? Is a 19? Missed. Uh, yeah, okay. It looks very unwell, but you've not killed him. Oh. oh, fuck it. You moving back? He's staying there? What's the deal? I'm staying there. I don't want to get attack of opportunity. No, well, I suppose point. I could take one attack of opportunity. Well, Sessions no. can move up, can't you? Sessions can move up and do the dimension door, right? Well, we're about to find out. Sessions on 12. Sessions on 12. Wow. He's going to. We know he's <laughs> going to. 
So tempting that is to say, and Sessions remembers that yeah. family occasion where you ate too much cake. <laughs> what <laughs> coffee did she be behind? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm worried about. Uh, but. Sessions but, just says. Uh, he, yeah, he looks. And Dimension doors out on his own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sucker! <laughs> yeah, unlucky. I abandoned Grimbold and now I will abandon <laughs> you. <laughs> My side of the family uh, was always uh. better. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. That would be the first bit of genuine roleplay from any of you for months. <laughs> Sadly, Sessions likes Uncle Buggy. Uh, uh, of course, we're related. I'm your uncle. Well, we've got some news for you. <laughs> <laughs> I did the DNA test. It turns out... Uncle's more of a nickname. <laughs> Although with four <laughs> intelligence, you could say yeah, that's true. <laughs> you could say anything. You could say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear! No, I will. Uncle Buggy's got the intelligence of a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> I shall swoop down and dimension door to the library with Uncle Buggy. Alessandra, on ten. Well, now the others have gone. She will fly up, up, up. She'll do Can a you not kill uh, the yeah, purple shoot one? something. Shoot the purple one. I'm not going to kill it. I very much doubt a single shot. Well, you could have a couple of shots. You might not be in danger for a while. I can't do a couple of shots. I can only do the one shot. Or one around. The Beatles are coming. The Beatles are coming. Why do you want to get a decent album? Because, uh, yeah, it's the name of the episode for starters. Well, you see what happens. Shouldn't you get two shots at your level? No. Never get two shots. No, it doesn't happen. This is the problem with uh, rogues. Never get second really? attack. Mm. Alexander will do one attack. Oops. This is two. two. Yeah, you weren't committed to that, were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then dice. we'll fly... Ooh. Ort dice. Very, very good. Another attack. You're going to roll it again. Plus ort dice. <laughs> Four. <laughs> <laughs> It's up plus yeah, 13. So what's that a total of? Uh, minutes. Okay, three. well, it's doable. It's doable. It's worth rolling. It's worth rolling. 13. No. no. But not in this instance. Not. And then she's going to do a fly oh, port. and dash. Port. So she'll Are do you a sure you're right? Oh. Lucas, oh. look. Oh. Yes. Lucas, grab it. No, that bit. Grab it. Stand, oh. stand on it. Don't let it Don't let it roll under the fourth wall. Quickly. Get it. Get it. Oh, God, that is all. Oh, that is the whole thing. Oh, Somebody got, has anybody got a... Do you mind if I use your... Um, you need something to mop it up. I think <laughs> we're going to... Okay, well, that's so much for Paul. <laughs> God. God, that's, that really that does... That will remain Ooh. with me for the rest of my <laughs> life. What is that? What is, what is that bit? Anyway. Um, somebody's going to have to... Um, shit. Really? Have to run Alessandra. Yeah, I, I will. Lucas, later, do I have to for the podcast? Yeah, well, Lucas, you do. You do, Alessandra, and we'll we'll we're gonna push on. You're all in the library. So what do I, you want to do? What okay, do you want to do, so Lucas? I you do. Want to try and understand how the Age of Worms will come about, specifically in detail. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Is there a mechanism? Oh, is, there a, is there a document? <laughs> well, we're in the library. So is there a documented yeah, mechanism for... There's lots of prophecies, right? And lots of kind of like, mm. this will happen, this will mm. come to pass. What mm. basically will happen? And what does it mean? Colonel what is the age of worms? With the lead pipe. In the library. I mean, aside from okay. the fact that this is just worms, 
is it like a critical mass? What is the age of worms? That's basically I mean, it's, it, that's what I want to know. It's upon us, I thought. Did you close the door? It doesn't matter. I presume you close the doors. You seal yourself into the library, I'm thinking. Or do you want to leave the yeah, doors we'll open? Yeah, we'll seal ourselves in. Something the starts. Okay. okay, it's up to you. Yeah, we'll seal ourselves in. Okay, before you seal yourselves in. Poisonous gas, we all die. I'm trying to think about the best way to do this. I'm going to say that there is enough in the library if you invest some time. Is this going to be part of taking a rest? I can't see why it shouldn't be if you wanted to take a short rest. It's only a minute, a short rest. Well, per hit dice. Well, I've so, got... So, yeah. I've okay. Got, you can't take another long rest. I think we're at just past midnight on weekday the 10th of fart. Your eight-hour long rest ended at midnight. So, you know, it's 10 minutes past or something. Right. Yeah. So we're in another day so we can take another long rest. Do you have to wait 24 hours or can you only take one in any 24-hour period, including one right just before midnight and then one one minute I after don't midnight? No. Graham, I no. would think you can't take one and then one one minute later. Yeah, yeah, I would not. Okay, fine. But that would seem reasonable. What level is uh, Greater Restoration? Greater Restoration Re- is a fifth level spell. Yes, I mean it's a bit it is force bolted, but I wonder if I could swap something out for it. Synaptic Static Wall of Force. That's what I've got at fifth level. Graham, you've got any more fifth levels? Can you? Who's down intelligence? Restore my intelligence. Buggy is down intelligence. Parker is down intelligence. But yeah. Sessions is okay. I'm sessions down, is right. I'm only down, down one. Oh, of course you got got. You just got got. I yeah. got got. Who's yeah, down? Because you basically two. didn't let me use my special power. That's basically. I, I've got four intelligence. Okay, so about normal. Yeah, but basically, it's me about a plant. <laughs> I'm just trying to if get anybody you. needs some <laughs> restoration, it's going to be any opportunity. Yeah, it does basically make you a plant, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I was also listening back to the, the intelligence of the baboon. It's six. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So I'm less yeah. than a baboon. Yeah. We role-play the conversation between you and the monkey, and really it should have been the other way around. It should have been the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> sort of going, hello there. What has got intelligence for in the monster manual? Is it like green slime? A horse. A horse. <laughs> I'm just going to have a quick Google. It's all right. Carol, yeah. don't mind me. But I... You can find I, stuff out about the Age of Worms and we can do this quickly. I was going to say, I wish. think yes. Daniel's... Let's do it I, quickly. In, yeah. Okay. The reason we can do it so quickly is because I can't remember. But basically, there are a series of prophecies. Markush talked you through them. So, I'm not Mike, can I just them. say one, one thing? So, yes. while, while everybody else is doing this research, yes. and before, you, before we close the doors to take the short rest and do the research... Alessandra yes. is going to fly off. What? Just so that you know, we'll have to do that oh, separately. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's off. Decisions. Yep. That little bit of Paul that you saved, Lucas, was that just was that just talking so to you then? I looked yes. in the old monster manual. I think by what the we way. need is to get some diodes and a speaker wired up yes. to that bit you've got in the cup over there, and we might get him back. Let's see yeah. what happens. <laughs> Johnny Grick Alpha has an intelligence of four. Mm. No, because uh, Grick is what you thought. The Grick was in the ball pit in the in world uh, whispering can. Semi-intelligent. Yep, that's yes. the old semi-intelligence. Semi-intelligence. Animal intelligence of one. That's ogres. one. <laughs> ogres are more intelligent than you. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. that so, is a mimic. A mimic is more intelligent than you. <laughs> I like that one. Sorry, Karen. Maybe Bugraft is a mimic. Is it the real Bugraft? Hey. Hey. Right. There are a series of prophecies. Prophecies. Marcus took you through them. Some of them refer to events in Evenstar. 
the theft of something called the Lustre of St. Suzanne. Mm. So far as you could tell, in terms of a sort of countdown to whatever the age of worms might be, and I promise you we'll get to that, Marcus's view was that a couple of things that haven't happened yet but might relate to your direct experience, one of which was about a hero of a pit handing a city to the forces of evil, and one was about a three-part spirit being united. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, those are the ones that seem to most directly relate to your experiences so far. Yeah. But there's no there's no guarantees that so they the are... So the three-part spirit is the Ebon Triad. Could be. That's what... It could we be think. that. Right. <laughs> In terms of precipitating the Age of Worms, your understanding from partly what Marcus told you, partly what you can piece together from the resources you have in the library and also partly from what you've seen through the visions that you've experienced since you've been here is that there were a series of discs or plates that the original human Chios was intent on uncovering in the jungles of the lands that wait. That's why he founded the city of Kuluthmar. And your sense from the visions and potentially from some of the reference material you're looking at is that he found those plates now whether or not that is a step-by-step -set, set of instructions on how to precipitate the age of worms you do not know but that seems to have accelerated his apotheosis his journey towards godhood and all the horrible stuff that he's been doing and the other thing that you know about the age of worms is that there is a figure that's referred to in most of the age of worms prophecy literature as the harbinger a figure a creature that effectively is the 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 bringer the the, the bringer thank you yes the bringer the prophet the instigator of the age of worms and that Chius is probably that figure and that Chius has probably made himself that figure having referred to the plates i mean i think that's about as well as i can put it right what is the age of worms well it is an age of writhing darkness it is an age when Worm-infested creatures rise from below. Below could mean the plane of negative horror, could mean the realm of the Grey Woodsman, could literally mean beneath the earth, and head into the land of the living and enslave all that they find there. That's what you know about the Age of Worms. Obviously, it's not started yet, but you are definitely seeing signs of the creatures thus prophesied because you're encountering them all the time. So something is going on. Is the Ebon Triad the three-part spirit that is going to be united? Certainly, cultists of Chios have been encouraging the Ebon Triad on the understanding that were the Ebon Triad to realize their goal of uniting those three gods into a tripartite over-god, that that would be one of the missing prophecies that needs to be fulfilled for the Age of Worms to be precipitated. So, yeah, right. maybe that's what's going on. Okay. Blimey. I Thank you. Pull that out of wherever. Yeah. In the um, meantime, I have found out that Johnny is as intelligent as a giant weasel. A badger. I saw a badger. Badger. <laughs> Rabid badger. I'm not talking about his character. I'm talking about Johnny. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Well, essentially, I need a. Uh, I don't know if you're able to. Graham. Greater restoration. Greater restoration. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. I was trying to find out. And Parker and Purple, what intelligence are you on? I'm on. I've uh, taken. I've lost one. Nine, nine. Oh, nine and nine. Well, I'll do um, buggy then. Yes, no, I think I can survive. It costs while. you a hundred gold pieces. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Graham, no, he can't carry related. He needs to. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just put it on the tab, the family tab. <laughs> Don't think no, it's so. a famous family tab that all families have. Yeah, that famous expression, the family tab. weren't you just using it earlier, Dan? Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. 
Uncle Bobby uh, and the Family Tab. Yeah, that's a good band. The third album. Yeah. Wow. It's just brilliant. The live album. Yeah. Hmm. So, Graham, are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Are you coughing up? He's not that ill. Do you really want 100 GP? Oh, I want it for the right. spell components. Uh, okay, let me just check my gear if I've got any money. Um, <laughs> you must have some money. Journal. I don't, uh, oh, I've got 355 gold pieces. Yeah, I'll give you Not 100 you GP. Okay. 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 Cross it off. I cast a spell on you. Oh, thank you. Doesn't work. But the money disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Into my pocket. Yep. Uncle Buggy, you are restored to seven intelligence, or whatever it was that you started with. Uh, what did you start with? What did you start with? with? Seven, I think. All right. No, no, of course it wasn't. No, it was 11, I think. Okay. Eleven. Okay. Perfectly no, no, no. Sorry, I was eight. No. Eight. 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 Eight is not so respectable. Yeah, eight. Okay. Yeah, a muscle. Otherwise known as a shaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's two more than a truss. It's more than a truss. three more than a truss. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm very grateful. I won't forget. Well, actually, I might do with eight intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, now what? I want to fight something. Let's say that's 10 minutes. So if you want, you can spend up to 10 hit dice to restore hit points should you need to. I'll try a couple. A couple mm-hmm. of dice. Of, uh, I've done three dice rolls of heals for a rest. Uh, 2d8 plus 8. Uh, so it's okay. 15. Uh, Parker will take a short rest and do... I'll do one more. Six. We've still got the aid running, haven't we? Eight hours, the aid, yep. Six, three, nineteen, okay. twenty-eight, so and better, Nick. thirty-three. What do you want to do now? There's no Sandy. Sandy has uh, headed off. You don't know where she's gone. Oh. How are we... You might need to pop into the broom cupboard at some point, by the way, Lucas, yes, if you want to right, tell me yeah, about... Up yeah. To, yeah, up to you how you want to... I mean, I'm... Graham, when how it becomes relevant. Well, I've now burnt two fifth-level spells doing restorations and a fourth for the... Dimension Do you have a door. fifth left? No, I have a sixth left. Mm. Okay. I'm all right for spells. I've, I've cast one, which is still active. I'm kind of okay for spells. I'm okay I've for used spells. quite a lot of spells. But, um, I've cast a fourth and a third. I'm thinking about this complex, you know, yeah. and I think we might have to adopt the Mr. President approach. <laughs> With you? Yeah, I think I might have to just focus on healing spells. Oh, I see. Hmm. You mean we surround you and you just keep healing us? Something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Rather than trying to do all the other things, I think there's a sort of attrition going on, isn't there? And to keep people fighting, it may be that that's the strategy. I might swap out some spells next time we get a chance. Well, I think think what we do, we've basically got Parker and Buggy, who are the front line. If we can reduce the base to them two, we've got Sandy and Burple doing backup and Sessions doing healing. Yeah. That's the yeah, theory. It really really runs up like that, does it? Not if you move away from the monsters. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, it could uh, have stayed up like front. that no. in the last attack. Yeah, yeah. So it could have okay. stayed like that so in the last. Attack. Should we go back down? Or should we have a think about what we're going to do down there? Well, before Why don't I we just go jump down, in? We need. To I'm going to jump into the broom cupboard with Lucas briefly. Would you go into the broom cupboard? It's fine. We'll talk about you behind your back. No, Graham and Dan, did you listen no. to the last episode? Hello. Yes. There was the introduction with Paul. I didn't understand so, any of that. I didn't quite understand it. It was a sort of Alessandra writing a letter, a bit like um, his other was character it? used to do. 
I thought it was supposed to be Cuthbert. No, I think it's Alessandra with the uh, when she's at boarding school or something. Okay, I didn't really. But what the whole thing was about was abandonment issues. Yes. This was the episode where we abandoned her. <laughs> so I'm just wondering if um, she's going to do something. I don't know. We can't legislate for that, can we? We're not. What are you going to do? Well, nothing. It's just, just you know, she really on our side. But I wouldn't put it past Mike and Paul to have hatched a plot to say, wouldn't it be hilarious if I shafted the, everybody again? Because they've been talking about it. They've been saying that. Oh, they don't trust me. Why don't we just give them a reason not, you know, not to? Well, do we trust Alessandra? No. Is she, is she um, a member of the... She's an outsplinter. Outsplinter family. Yeah. And she's got these abandonment issues. We all left her in the hall. Maybe she's trying to maybe hatch her revenge. We've saved her more times than we've left her. I have saved her quite a few times. I think she was wanting to go exploring. Yeah, she might she be sneaking ahead. around. Basically, Paul's model is that Sandy is a thief and therefore has to be getting surprise on her victims to do maximum damage. In my experience, having tried that in the past, you don't get enough opportunity for that to actually pay off. No, I don't think the character quite works unless you've got a sneak attack. I mean, it's brilliant if you got the sneak attack, but if you don't, it's rubbish. <laughs> like a damning indictment. Well, but it's not the remember sneak attack, he did it's a the surprise sneak head. attack. It's, it's like the surprise one. sneak attack that he's after. Yeah. So, anyway, should we go back down? I think eventually we have to. We just need to sort of, we need to decide. Yeah, so I think you're right, Graham. I think that Parker and Burple, I mean, essentially, things won't be the same. Obviously, things will move around. I think generally we're normally our most effective when we actually sort of coordinate rather than all run off and do our own things and try, you know. Do we go back and try and take out, assuming that those knights are still where we left them, do we go back to that bit or do we just ignore that bit? I'm not sure there's nothing to, at the moment there doesn't appear to be anything to gain there. So Yeah, but they could. I mean, they could be guarding something or they could just be there, you know, and it's yeah. one of those. But if, even if they're just there, essentially as things move around, it's quite possible they end up somewhere else and we have to fight them again in a worse circumstance. I'd, I'd be tempted to try somewhere else. Okay. I can't see the benefit of fighting at the moment. Okay. Um, Alessandra returns. Yeah. You hear a tap on the door. She has been down... Well, Lucas, you can um, tell the others what she saw. Yeah, so basically went down to keep an eye on these kiosk knights, being sneaky. So the first thing is the beetles are still down there. They were out of range, but they're chattering around where they were. So they haven't gone. The second point is the main doors to the room where the kiosk knights were in, we left it open. It's still open. But the three doors in which the Kiosk Knights came out of, those doors are closed. We couldn't see the Kiosk Knights. So they... That trap may have reset. Something like that. So, or they may have been moved somewhere else. So she basically hunkered down somewhere where she felt she wouldn't be noticed, you know, up in the corner with a view to this thing. And it's my understanding is, Mike, nothing happened in those 10 minutes unless you're going to say, or nine minutes. Everything else is quiet. Okay, and the other, the incorporeal voice that we heard, he didn't turn up again. The glitchy hologram. Yeah, that's it. No sign of the glitchy hologram. Just for information, a sixth level invisibility spell gets all five of us. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Do you think we should do a silent spell and then just take out the bugs? 
So we don't know where the bugs are, actually, do we, Sandy? My understanding is Sandy could hear them at a distance, but not within range that their effect was debilitating. So I guess a rough general direction we know, but we don't know the exact position. If I didn't make it sufficiently clear when we were chatting, Lucas... The sound of the bugs seemed to be coming from where it was coming before. So that yeah, is that's what I meant. Yeah. There's an opening of that giant worm chamber to the north, somewhere yes. that Alessandro yeah. has already been. It was from that direction, but they seem to be at some sort of distance. So we could go back. The question that is direction. which direction from from within there, that area. So there's the ante room. There's the sort of hallway that leads off in to the east yes. and the west. Mm. And she didn't go north. No. I- I kept out of range, so the idea was to keep an eye on the kiosk, right? Right. And I kept out of range of the Beatles because I didn't want to get embroiled in that. Yeah. Beatlemania. What are we calling it? What do we do? Plan, guys. I I think the idea of getting taking out the Beatles is quite a good one with a silent spell. Okay, so silence invisibility. Sandy goes down to find out where they are. You need to cast the silent spell on the Beatles. Okay, but Sandy goes down flying invisible. And tries yes. to figure out where they are. Mike said that if you block your ears, obviously not with innate wax, but Sandy can block her ears so that she can get a rough idea of where they are and then come back and we have a rough idea. Yeah, why don't we do that? So what's your plan? What's your plan? What's your Invisibility plan? on Sandy. Send her down to try and locate the bugs. The Beatles. Beatles. The skitty. Has she got a silent spell on her? You can't cast silent spell on the moving thing. No. Okay. But what she will do is... She's not going to make any noise, though. Block her ears. What we've agreed is that if you can block your ears with something effective, yeah. you would save at advantage. Right. What other effects does that have? I think if you're going to communicate... I mean, it's going to be very difficult to police. If I was a very grumpy DM, which, you know, I can be, we might think about that. Other than that, I can't think that it would cause you trouble. You just can't hear very well. Okay, in which case, we all block our ears. Pardon? So Sandy is heading off. Are you closing the doors behind her? No. She heads down the pit. I'm just going to move us over to the other map. I'd love to be able to say all is quiet, but it's not quiet because there's this terrible, creeping susuration of worms below her, 60 feet below her. Mm-hmm. To her north, she knows that there's this sort of lobby area. That's the direction that the beetle's chitter is coming from, but it's faint. You don't know how close you can get to the beetles before the chitter would become effective. To her uh, well, south, we know from it? last time, don't we? Wasn't it something like... Your sense is that it's a pretty extensive range, but I don't know that anybody definitively put a number on it. Okay. The well, what if we follow at a safe distance? Yes. How are you following? I can fly. I think we can all fly. Can't I can fly. No, I can't. Buggy can't. can't fly, and Parker can't fly. Parker can run down the inside of the walls of this thing. Can't yeah, run along Bucky. the ceiling. We've decided so. Somebody will we need dis- to take I think me. we've. I think we've established that you can't be upside yeah. down. And um, buggy can, or one of you can ride on the sweepstake, right? Yeah. Graham. Yeah. Am I having so, people? Well, let's not to... overthink it. Uh, yes, please. I'm so hold on. So let's not hey. overthink it. I can carry buggy, and Parker can go on the sweepstake. Sandy's going to go, go down north. Way, and well, we would. We would just kind of follow a bit behind and and kind of move. I mean, so you I think Sandy's going to head north? Yeah, I would suggest. So does she want to head north into that area? Yes, but one yes. square at a time. So she just ends up in the little aperture. And the small 10-foot corridor between the sea yep. of worms and the lobby. Yes, she can hear the beetles. She thinks now that she's standing in a position where she can triangulate that they're coming from your left. That is heading towards the big open space with a follow-on entrance on the far side of it. 
that was full of perfectly preserved bodies laid head to toe. What I think she should do is move up into the lobby. If the sounds are coming to the left, then move up into the lobby, but move to the right so as to move up to... Keep as much distance as possible, I understand. Move around the eastern wall until she gets to such a point that she can actually get a view from the eastern wall. From the furthest possible point. From the furthest possible point down the corridor. I understand. Yeah, 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 I completely get it. Okay, she can see most of the chamber that first chamber to the west with the bodies in it and she can't see any beetles she can't see all the way across the chamber so she can't for example see the exit from the other side even though she knows it's there what does she want to do now right well then she'll move forward one square at a time and mm-hmm. then ascertaining whether the beetles sound gets louder well, it is getting louder but it's not so f- loud as to be affecting her and at some point or other she should be able to see more in that room she can she can see that the bodies are still lying there. There's no beetles. Does she want to keep moving? Yeah. Okay, she's crossing the lobby. She's getting quite close. She's only 10 foot from the entrance to the other chamber. Give me a perception check for Alessandra. And uh, that would be a 19. It occurs to her, as she strains her hearing, yeah. that either the beetles are at some kind of distance from you, such a distance that they're not affecting you, or that their sound is blocked by something. Right maybe slightly getting the sense that maybe that second option is more likely i don't yeah she wants to keep going west or not yes but what i would also she'd do is just move down slightly one square down to the south so that at that point she's got more of a line through to see up to the northern wall of the that that chamber yes she should be able yeah, to yeah. see all completely of completely got it completely chamber. got it yeah first of all if she gets that close to the entrance to that chamber with the bodies in it yeah and she opens up the angle by heading slightly south i will reveal the rest of that chamber to you the bodies fill the chamber and she can see that the chamber is lopsided yeah she can see that it opens up 20 30 40 something feet to the north thick dust obscures the walls and floors signs of the room's great age yet no trace of decay touches the corpses the massive green stone blocks that line the chamber are covered with ancient symbols resembling coiling worms so that's what you can see the second thing that i need to tell you as she moves sufficiently west to see across the chamber unlike before when she could see through that chamber and see an opening that looked like it led off into another as yet unknown space something is going on in that opening you mean the opening to the west of the lopsided chamber the opening to the west yes exactly right presumably she can see that now she can see there's a sort of weird blurring. There's something that is odd about the space sitting between the walls, sitting in that 10-foot opening. Gelatinous cube. There's a couple of skeletons f- floating off the ground. In that gelatinous. Inert, GQ, immobile. Man. There's a couple of bits of eroded or damaged armour. They're all just floating in a little sort of frozen tableau in the doorway but seem to be slightly indistinct and out of focus. And there's another thing floating in that little space, about five foot off the ground and about five foot into the aperture, right in the centre of all these things, something that she recognises. Glowing faintly green, there is a sharp, jagged, fist-sized piece of crystal, a piece of crystal Mm. that looks exactly like the piece of crystal that you retrieved from the many-eyed demon under the arena 
oh, that you right. used as your weapon in your fight against the great worm oh. of Chaos. And we will find out <laughs> what that means, what opportunity Snake. that might present for you when we pick things up next week. Mm. So we've got to go around and basically trigger all these gems to try and deworm this combat. Is it that the um, chittering stuff's on the far side of the gelatinous cube? Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Fireball Forge and How Not to DM proudly present their very first Kickstarter, Too Hot, One Shot. Can you survive the spicy gauntlet and emerge victorious? If you love hot food, action, and adventure, you'll love Too Hot, One Shot. Eat spicier and spicier food in real life to give your character a better chance of success in the game. Guaranteed to create amazing videos to send to family and friends or share online. Spice up your next home game night with fun new rules and an original 5e adventure, or snag the basic rules for any other TTRPG. There are also awesome tiers with VTT maps and tokens, your name in the thank you section, and even a custom t-shirt from Gemmed Firefly. Too Hot One Shot is currently fully funded and burning towards stretch goals now. Check out the episode notes for a link or search Too Hot One Shot on Kickstarter.